Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matt Diorio. I welcome in my co-host, our chimichanga-eaten version of Deadpool, Gerard Barrera. How are you, nerds? Oh, God. He's been playing Red Dead Redemption a little too much lately. Um, <laughs> and we are also... Lately, in general. It's true. We are also joined tonight by our baby Venom, Theo Wolski. That's right. <laughs> Jason uh, is unfortunately off tonight, so he won't be joining us. But hey, we're still we're still a trio. We're good. How you guys doing? How's the week? Doing? Oh, I'm all right, all right, all right. Oh god, <laughs> dude, I miss having fall seasons. Tomorrow, it's supposed, <laughs> tomorrow is supposed to be no, a no, hold high. On, hold on, hold on. A high of twenty eight tomorrow. Totally ignored what I did. Yes, I no, 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 no. I totally ignored you. <laughs> no, no, no. Did you? Okay, as don't. As he's used to me. <laughs> so Colorado was a high of 80 today. Yes. And oh, tomorrow wow. is, a, is high a high of, of 32. 30. And oh. snow. 50 oh. degree temperature drop. <laughs> and guess what the weekend is? High of 70. <laughs> oh, man. We're still getting a, a lot of sun in. I mean, we hit 80 like a f- two days ago and man that was just like kind of uncomfortable but it was it's, okay it, it's when you say things like this is <laughs> it, it justifies me ignoring you <laughs> no it was it, it was a lovely weekend oh, nice sunny day it was cool I mean, don't get me wrong it was beautiful last weekend but tomorrow is just gonna no. suck i know i don't miss i don't miss it i do not miss colorado's freak weather uh-huh. Like, at least give me fall weather for more than five days. Yeah, we started <laughs> our temperatures finally started dropping. We're going to be in seven in the 70s for the whole week. Cool 50, low 60s in the morning. Sweater weather. I miss yeah. my sweater. Yes. I wore, weather my, I wore my first hoodie today. Oh, you wore your first hoodie. Yeah. First hoodie Jeez. with a beanie. Of, of course. course, with the oh. beanie. We. We know the beanie didn't get retired at all this year, so. Oh, no. No, it didn't really. But, yeah. It, it never will. The, ne- the beanie will never get retired. Oh, no. No, no. It'll, it'll die. It'll burn with me in the coffin. It'll burn with me. With the other 20 beanies, too? Is it going to okay. be your lining for your coffin? <laughs> well, don't forget my scarves, too. Yes. So if we're going to burn <laughs> So if we're going to if we're burning you with your beanies, why are we having to salt and burn your bones? Did you become like some pissed off ghost? Um, oh, no, no. It's just the way I want to go out. OK, no, pretty it's, much. Be, it's because he, he will know that he didn't get to have all the beanies in the world. So he will be an upset ghost that there's still more beanies for him to have. Well, yeah. Well, I'm 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 not a, a, a subject. I, I'm not subject to change when it comes to like favorites. So like my favorite beanies are my favorite beanies. So I would want them to go with me. I wouldn't want anybody else to have it. <laughs> but but what if you go before your mom? Don't you want her to have something to hold on to to remember you by? She has plenty. She has she has an entire archive, an entire archive. Of things for her to hold, fold, scrapbook. She's good. She's all the embarrassing, care. all the embarrassing pictures of Jerry as a mariachi. 
Money yep. at tea. Pictures, <laughs> pictures, costumes, uh, videos of performances and lip syncing performances. Yeah. Oh my God, we oh need God, to I see, see, see that. Let's make a trip out to Arizona, please. <laughs> Two years running. Uh, our first year, which was our best year, uh, was the Spice Boys. Me and what? four other friends. Me and four <laughs> other friends. Spice Boys. Oh yeah. my god! I don't even want to be talking <laughs> about games or anything right now. I want. To, I want more information on this. So me, Spice me and Boys. four other friends in middle school uh, thought of like, oh, dude, we should do a choreographed dance and like lip sync to something, but it's got to be good. And I'm like, dude. We should dress in drag and do like the Spice Girls, There's only like uh, Spice oh Boys. God. So, <laughs> me, like, and my my four friends in middle school were like these guys were always game. So like the moment I said Spice Girls, like you got it. That's what were you? Exactly what, <laughs> I was scary, obviously. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> scary Spice. Yeah, dude, we all dressed in drag the night of the uh, the looks of uh, the uh, performance. Who, who is Ginger Spice? <laughs> oh God! Who's Oh, Ginger's the redhead. Uh, I think it was my buddy Brian Gonzalez. Oh, oh Lord! Yeah. Do you even remember all the spices for of Spice Girls slash Spice Boys now? Apparently, <laughs> um, we're definitely all inclusive now. Mel B, Mel C, Jerry Hallowell. Uh, oh, not the names, the spices. Uh, oh, was, like Posh, Baby, Posh, Baby, yeah, Scary, Forty, Scary. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. And Redhead, there. <laughs> and Redhead. Yeah. So we we did that performance, and then how are we going to? What gonna was top the song? What was the song it, that you guys it was went a with? Mix, it was a splice of three songs mixed with three different types of choreograph. Oh my Dude, god, we were awesome! <laughs> All right, and did you, you remember the songs? Was it "Spice Up Your Life"? And no, it, it wasn't a win or lose thing. It was just a pure like like a, a performance, like a drama performance like thing. So like choirs sang, and then oh skits, god. and then you know like. Dude, you realize? Oh, so it wasn't a talent hold show. Hold on, you realize? It anytime I see, anytime I see Mel B now, all I'm doing is picture <laughs> you. <laughs> Dude, Dude imagine him with the fro, the curly hair fro. That would be awesome. Yeah, I had uh, I had a a wig with like silver like strings in it, so it was very disco. To look scary. <laughs> All right. So I want you to become a meme now with Mel B. <laughs> so I want you to be a meme. We we know she listens to the podcast. So Jerry's yeah. mom. I need some of this video evidence and some of this photographic evidence sent to me because we, we need, need to we need this and we need to uh, abuse our privilege of having said information in our possession. <laughs> Next episode, I'll tell you about the next year's uh, talent show. Oh, what we did. That what was, was next. Fun. What was next year? The next year's. So wait, you did it two years running? Yeah, we did it two years. Oh my god! Because it was my it was my seventh and eighth grade uh, talent shows at the end of the year, so it was like 
Nobody. Yeah, we had we had to do do it better. You had to do the re- reunion concert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We had we had to top ourselves. So oh, next episode, I'll tell you I'll tell you that story. Like, All right, so let, let's talk about some let's talk about some gaming news. I don't know how we're gonna top that, but <laughs> we're gonna try. Um, so distracted and, right now. And for those of you listeners that are Spice Girls fans, we absolutely apologize for putting that image in your head now. Whenever you listen to the Spice Girls, I, I apologize too because the, the video is so bad. The, the <laughs> performance is like, oh man. I had like my peach fuzz like going like my my peach fuzz goatee because it was middle oh, school. Wow. But yeah, it was it was bad. So I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry to all the Spice Girl fans. <laughs> all right. Because if that footage ever gets out. <laughs> oh, it's so, going out, man. Oh, it will. You, you have no idea. You know, if I get that in my possession, oh, it might have to make its way to Facebook. Oh, to the to oh, the man. podcast website. Talk Make sure to send it to Square Enix. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get clicks, dude. You're gonna get watches, man. Because that'll be it's <laughs> put it up on our YouTube channel. It's pretty funny. So this week, uh, it was reported in an article by Luke Plunkett from Kotaku that uh, Blizzard has suspended one of its esports pro players for Hearthstone, which is that that mobile card game they have. Yeah. Uh, Chung Wai, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Blitz Chung, was suspended after he voiced his support for the Hong Kong protesters while on stream. Blizzard stated it violated competition rules. So Luke pulled the actual section that they used for it. Yeah. It's section 6.1, and it says engaging in any act that, in Blizzard's sole discretion, brings you into public disputes – which if they want to support China, you know, if they're trying to get the Chinese market, yeah, that's public dispute offends a portion or group of the public China or otherwise damages blizzards image will result in removal from grandmasters and reduction of players price total to zero. In addition to other remedies, which may be provided for under the handbook and blizzards website terms. So not only did they cut to a commercial immediately kick him off stream reduces prize money down to zero. They also banned him from Hearthstone Esports until October 5th of next year. They're going to stop working with him altogether. And they edited or they ended their announcement of it with, while we stand by one's right to express individual thoughts and opinions, players and other participants that elect to participate in our esport competitions must abide by the official competition rules. The competition was over there in Asia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, again, it looks like Blizzard is trying to appease to one of the bigger mobile gaming markets, which is China, and didn't like the fact that one of their pro players decided to swing support to Hong Kong. And that's not the first time this week something's happened like that because the NBA, uh, one of the uh, execs for Houston supported uh, tweeted out support for Hong Kong and China went and pulled two games off the air of the exhibition NBA season. Now, granted the NBA has come out and said, well, guess what, China, you need to apologize because we're going to back our, our players, our executives for free speech. Yeah. I mean, how do you, how do you feel about that? Is that you've got a company that 
one of their players just goes out right towards the end and says, hey, you know, throws his support behind the the people of Hong Kong. And they kick him for it for a year. Yeah, that I mean, is pretty. I mean, I mean, it's not the greatest thing, but I mean, at the same time, like in most companies, as well as that they're doing these type of contracts with esports, they put it in their clauses that they're not supposed to share personal opinions that could influence or misrepresent the company. I, I understand that that standpoint that you know the company is going to you know protect itself and rightly so and and especially if they're trying to go for a certain market um you know you can't expect anything less from that company now does it suck yeah i think it does i think it was a a bit harsh but the company was doing exactly what was under contract and doing exactly what they felt was necessary I'm, I'm, I will bet you anything that the primary reason was the timing and what type of facet he shared the opinion. If he shared it on, uh, yeah, because it was on stream and it was something that was sponsored by Blizzard, like Blizzard was hosting it. Yeah. And that's going to be the primary thing because he's representing Blizzard. If he was on his own social media, his own tweet or whatever, and didn't yeah. have a hashtag Blizzard or whatever, he could absolutely do that. I'm sure that's in the clause or whatever. But it's how you represent yourself alongside with the company that can get you the boot. I just think yeah. it was I think it was just kind of harsh that they banned him for a year on top oh. of kicking him from the tournament and reducing his prize money. So they went above and beyond. I would imagine it wasn't his first offense. Like it wasn't just like, oh my God, this came out of nowhere. We're just going to kick you off for a year. Yeah. That's a possibility. I would, I would, I would um, see it as that, that he's had like warnings about stuff that he's posted in the past. Granted, I don't follow him or anything like that or watch his streams, but there could be very where he's talking about controversial stuff and his name is being attached to blizzard and blizzard needs to be able to protect themselves yeah at the end of the day at that event he was an employee for blizzard so right what happened happened and they you know them being that big of a company and especially where they were and what kind of market it 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 is above and beyond sounds so just about right for what they would do. But I mean, I absolutely commend him for voicing his opinion, being able to share that with yeah. his followers or whatever. Absolutely. Hats off to you. You're, you have a right to have your opinion. You have a right to voice it however you want. But you agreed in your contract, most likely, that you're representing the company through these certain facets. You can so, choose <clears throat> other facets to do it from. Yeah. It, there's so, always so a time and that, place. Yeah. So with that, though, here's the other funny thing with it is this is just, I think, the higher ups, the execs pulled the trigger on this because there are quite a few Activision Blizzard employees that have been voicing their opinion about Hong Kong. Yeah. In their support of the protesters and everything. So to to me, it just seems like all it all it has to do with is the pocketbook. And how much money can we make from Hearthstone in in China? 
because you see a lot of other companies that have, you know, employees that come out and support certain organizations. Like you constantly, you see like Ubisoft and Sony, Nintendo, like when you have um, gay pride parades, you know, they have employees and execs yeah, come out and support all, those. All, all so that, all of that is being done on a social media standpoint, which it's their account. They're allowed to say right. what they want. They, mm-hmm. Or they're already voicing or agreeing yeah. to a voice an opinion that they agree upon with those players. Oh, so, I agree that so, it's probably in the contract, like you said. It pretty much spells out that, hey, you are... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would, wouldn't be surprised if it's a monetary reasoning as well or uh, to, to back their decision yeah. or to even fast track to why they went as far as they did. Yeah, I could definitely agree with that. It's like any with any big company, it's all about the money. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see what they come out with because apparently there's rumor that they're going to be responding to it tomorrow. Um, but you also have BlizzCon getting ready to come up on the first, so it'll be interesting to see how they respond to the backlash that's coming from the player community. That they the players think that this was a bit harsh. I wonder in if terms would, of what he got. I wonder if they would even uh, welcome him to BlizzCon, like whether or not they would ban him from that. It's like, granted, that's open to the public, but I mean, that might even because he could stir uh, up stuff at BlizzCon. Yeah, but and I would cause something to go. But out. if I was if I was Blizzard, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't go it, that far. It would be just it would be more of a mistake to let him. I agree, because I mean, while like he's, if he starts he's still stuff, hot and yeah, yeah. If he were to start stuff, they could have him removed. Yeah, but think about think about the backlash you would be facing, not only in the Hearthstone esports community, but in a gaming community perspective in general. Especially with, I mean, look at the esports titles that Activision has. You know, with with Call of Duty and mm-hmm. and whatnot. You know, that hey, you know, you're going to start banning people from your conventions mm-hmm. because of a personal opinion. Right. You do that. Then you start looking at it being, well, you're just an oppressive company that just cares more about the money. So we're not even going to support you. So I would would be careful phrasing it that way, because in my mind, they didn't ban him purely for an opinion. No, no, no. I'm talking about if they decide to ban him from BlizzCon, too. Right. Still. But but still saying that it's because of an opinion is not necessarily accurate. Well, I mean, he said he voiced his opinion on stream, right? So that was his opinion. They they levied it. But if they turn around and ban him from a con as well to say you're not even allowed to come around anything, that's kind of that's really harsh. Yeah, but I mean, that's going to be a matter of not his opinion, but a matter of breach of contract or whatever. And I agree. Yeah, that's definitely overkill to do do that. But I mean, at the same time, they would want to. If there was fear of something for him to do to uh, spit on the name of Blizzard at BlizzCon, they would want to protect BlizzCon. Oh, well, I think they need to protect their image as much as they can because, one, they're staring at the fact they just let Bungie go and Bungie's actually getting some really, really good reviews and feedbacks for the latest expansion. They're probably looking at going, dude, we just lost a lot of money. And it looks like the new Call of Duty, which was by that Treyarch is doing. I've seen some rumors that that's in some trouble right now because they took the they took Sledgehammer out of the mix. Mm-hmm. 
So Treyarch's having to take over their blunder <laughs> as well. So, oh, Modern Warfare. Uh, so you got Modern Warfare coming out, which is um, who's the third one? Um, it's not Treyarch, Sledgehammer. Um, Theo, you remember the three? Two, two, four, three, or uh, oh, Infinity War. In oh, Treyarch and Sledgehammer. But yeah. Sledgehammer is out of the running completely. Yep. They skipped them on the last run. That's why we had Black Ops 4 as fast as we did. Yep. Um, and then, so next one is Black Ops 5 with Treyarch again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... No more Advanced Warfare. It's Modern Warfare and Black Ops again. Yeah. Yeah. But I heard uh, I heard uh, Modern Warfare is getting some good uh, good feedback. Well, no, it is. But you got to figure is next in the rotation was supposed to be Sledgehammer and then Treyarch. So you were going to have a yeah, three-game yeah. rotation. Sledgehammer got pulled out of the equation, and Treyarch had to take over whatever they were working on and try and do their Black Ops or yeah, whatever. Yeah, they, they, they right, would have had two right, years right, right. to mess with it. But then with them being dropped out, they were a little rust for Black Ops 4. Yeah. Uh, and so, that's why they pretty much cloned and and – did they use uh, a reuse some character models crap from and, yeah, yeah and character models from yeah. yeah right so let's let's talk about the wonderful world of the big and nintendo so this week um there was articles by several publications out there uh, regarding a leak on the site 4chan um that uh, for a couple things one there was a supposed leak of the switch 2.0 which, if things hold true, is going to be a home-based console with uh, 4K support. It will not be. Oh, okay. It will not be switchable, so to speak. Is mean, sit on your desk, your entertainment center. If they could do handheld 4K, that would be groundbreaking because they're yes. going to be ahead of every screen. <laughs> in existence right now for that yeah but, i mean for them to step up to 4k that kind of makes sense with it being purely a home-based console mm-hmm. um but like if yeah. they didn't do that and then it would make zero sense mm-hmm. and <laughs> as you're rumoring, down you're downgrading your switch yeah. then yeah and they're uh rumoring to have the nvidia tigra xavier processor which Tigras are what's running in the switches right now. So I don't know which version the Xavier is. Um, now here's where I I'm like, I'm questioning the motives. If this is true, is that it's supposed to have a 64 gig solid state drive. What's wrong with that? Damn. 64 gig. Think about that. Your PlayStation, right. your PlayStation has 500 gig. The pros, right. all that have terabytes. But you have to remember, so, they. but those consoles, granted, I don't know what the size of the new Switch is going to be, but like those ones are the factory so, solid-state drives. It could be a different, smaller form factor solid-state. But the Switches right now use a 32 gig. Mm-hmm. So you're only upping it 32? That, I mean... A lot of the games that are coming out, they're going to be if they get the support of third party are going to be beefier games, which are going to require more drive space, which means you're going to go if they have. I mean, hopefully they have an, uh, an SD card slot so you can expand it 
right. or the USB drives that are on it or USB ports on it allow external hard drives because I think 64 gig is going to go extremely quickly, especially when you're looking at 4K support, when you're looking at 60 frames per second and having the capability to do max ultra HD. Yeah, I agree. 64 they, gig is small. Probably figure like, let's say, yeah. let's say with breath of the wild original, like if you threw that into 4k, it, it like it's i think it's like purely with just the save data it's like six gigs so you up that with like even if you let's say you downloaded it rather than playing off of the um the cartridge it'd probably easily run a 30 to 40 gig game yeah yeah so i i still think that a 64 gig is way too small. I think you're going to get for something like that for 4k and ultra HD, which is essentially HDR and 60 frames per second. That game is going to take up a lot of room. I think I'd want to see what the actual size so, of everything looks like. Yeah. It, it also depends on the it, configuration of the memory, right? Well, here's the thing though. If it takes a normal like SSD to, put in there then yeah that makes no sense for a 64 gig when you can just throw in a, a terabyte for like 80 bucks these days so let's keep in mind that the legend of zelda you you brought this up theo yeah. just its version that's available through the eShop is 14.4 gig right that's not 4k that's not, not 60, 60 frames per second, second. No. Mm-hmm. That's but that's not hdr and that's still pretty impressive to have the the 60 frames per second because even 4K on PS4 is still 30. Yeah, in a lot of games, it's 30 frames per second. So 60, 60 frames is bare minimum for players on PC, which is what I normally play because I just don't like to overheat things. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, that's blasphemy for PC because you should be going unhinged and hitting like 300 frames per second. <laughs> but I... I I definitely see a difference between 30 and 60, and I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. I'd be dis. I mean, honestly, if it is 64, I'll be disappointed in Nintendo. If they're trying to release this at a targeted January 2021 release date, which is right after the Project Scarlet and PS5 launch, they're going to get pound. They're going to get put right into the ground. Oh yeah, absolutely. Even even if it will play all the switch games. I mean, pretty much it's they're looking at, I think it, it looks more like you're going Wii and Wii U, you know, because the Wii U played all of the Wii games, but backwards. <laughs> well, yeah, Wii U so to Wii. Yeah. Wii U. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is that whole, that whole, era, oh, I got right? you, the I Wii got U you. played yeah. Wii games. It used Wii accessories. Right. Yeah. And this is what they're saying is the switch 2.0 is going to play. Switch games, all the peripherals. So I'm like, dude, if you're doing that, this is barely an upgrade. It really is. Yeah. And it you're just going, seemed, it, what yeah. what it really seems like is like since they came out with the light, they wanted to come out with the the version of the console version of the light. You know. Now. So this be, one is a stay at home. Yep. Doesn't doesn't switch, and uh, it's it's pretty much just their console concept i guess so since you say it like that that makes me kind of laugh that they didn't call they called this the switch 2.0 and not like the switch heavy yeah or this or (laughs) Or switch switch home or or something you know 
And now here's the thing is, right, it, it says it's going to play everything going, you know, from the previous generation. Which is great. It They're also with the same person who had a quote-unquote contact within Nintendo was that there is a claim that the second Breath of the Wild is going to be a launch title for said platform. <laughs> and it's going to be called Breath of the Darkness. And it's going to be exclusive to the Switch 2. But does that mean that, that mean? we so can we as Switch players can't play it? I from that from what I'm thinking is it is not going to be able to be played on the Switch or Switch Lite because I think it's going to be too heavy. It's going to be probably running 4 6 frames per second which the Switch cannot do. True. But I mean like so that would that, the that question disappoints is, me because like are they sticking to a cartridge then for the Switch 2.0? That that would be the biggest like slap in the face. If they went CD I based, think, yeah. I mean, what? Why is it such a slap super in the face? Famicom that, all over that again? follows P yeah, or P like that follows PlayStation and Xbox methodology for upgrades, anyways. Like as soon as you go up to PS5, it's only PS5 games, or we're going to stop making PS4 games. So, Go up to Switch 2.0. We're only make 2.0 games, and I, you know, you can't. here's my thing: is I could I could see them doing a downgraded version of Breath of the Dark or Breath of Darkness. I or could see that easily happening. Yeah. You know, but you're gonna probably give up a lot of what's gonna make that game potentially great. Right. Um, I mean, now, if they were smart, the, they would do that because, like, you, they did. Like, Sony was smart with Last of Us. Because that was still in midst transition between PS3 and PS4, so they released it on both. Yeah, yeah. So, but this is kind of typical Nintendo and their is. their whole 3D, yeah, their whole 3DS, and then you, you know the 3DS like limited edition versions, and then you know them transitioning from oh, and then we know, got the 64 to, to yeah. GameCube. They went from cartridge to mini CD. And then regular CD. I mean, this is kind of how they work. So, I mean, it's not just them, though, is what I'm saying. It's like all of them do the same thing. Like to your point with the 3DS, I actually appreciated the 3DS. It's like, yeah, all the 3DS games are different than the older uh, older games. And but you they, can play the older games. You can play the older games. Whereas, yeah. like. PS4 and Xbox usually wait however, till later in the game to allow their stuff to be backwards compatible. Well, however, you got to think about too is with the 3DS, right? They came out with a 3DS XL, which they started bringing out games that were only for the 3DS XL. So, really? yes, I don't remember so, that. Um, I've never once seen a 3DX, 3DS yep. XL only game. Uh, what is it? Um, Xenogears? When they brought that out for the 3DS XL, that was only um, mm -hmm. XL version. Uh, the Super Nintendo really? games, Super Mar uh, Super Metroid, Super Mario World, Legend of Zelda, all of those were 3DSX or 3DS XL only. You could not get those games on the 3DS. I do not remember the 3DS XL having exclusive cartridges made for it. It's because it has to be backwards compatible. No, the processor was different. On the in order to to run those games, so the games when they brought out Link to the Past, 
Super Metroid, Super Mario World 4, the the 3DS, they were only allowed to be played on the 3DS XL. They could not be run on the the 3DS, and they could not be run on the 2DS. I did not remember that. So you had to specifically look on the box that said new 3DS XL on them in order to be able to play it. Okay. So if you got that game and you only had a 3DS, it wasn't going to fire up for you. Are you saying Xenoblade Chronicles? Is it Xenoblade Chronicles? Yeah. There was one. So, every, yeah. so there was Xenoblade Chronicles that was on Wii back in 2010. It got re-released as Xenoblade Chronicles 3D in 2015. The systems it's available on is on 2DS and 3DS. Does not explicitly call out 3DS XL. Yeah, let me pull it up. I don't think I've ever seen a game that said that like granted we know how up to date i am on games all the time anyways yeah so you had it was xenoblade chronicles 3d um that was 3ds xl only you had some other game like hyperlight ex mini mario and friends amiibo challenge minecraft new 3ds edition anything that was or something anything that was Anything that was part of the three uh, the SNES Virtual Console, which was pretty much a lot of what they just released on the Switch Virtual Console, you know, Breath of the, you know, Breath of Fire. No, I'm, um, I'm, a, I'm asking, did they re-release Xenoblade Chronicles 3D after the XL only edition? Because like I have it pulled up and for purchasing, and it says just normal 3DS. Yeah, you got to look at the box art for it. I'm looking at the box art for it. <laughs> dum dum dum. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Weird game. I don't know. Anyways, let's move on. It's not that important. Dum yeah. dum so, dum dum. dum so right here, how it has the new 3ds XL. It, it doesn't say new 3ds XL. It or new, it new, new 3DS. Nintendo 3ds. So that's, that was when they had the. That's what makes it excel because of the amiibo thing. Yep. And then when they brought out the the smaller version of the 3D, the new 3DS, it played it as well. But the original 3DSs cannot play that game. Hmm. Okay. But it goes Ooh. right to the the whole thing with Nintendo, though. That's what they do. To Jerry's yeah. point, they basically just do their own thing, and you know, I get it. But why are you calling it a switch then? If you're going to be home based or you're going to be portable, call it something only, different. Don't call it, switch call it something else. It ain't switch anymore. If it, yeah. yeah, exactly. Because so. just like just like I was saying with the other consoles, like at least they called it PS5, right. Xbox Scarlet, like whatever. At least it's completely something different, not just a quote on upgrade version. Yeah, but it is Nintendo, and they have new leadership now. You know, Iwata's gone now. You know, may he rest in peace because he did bring the switch. You know, he was the driving force with that. You've got Reggie was a driving force for the switch. So, you know, now that they're gone, I know you've got different leadership. It makes me wonder what they're looking at. Are they looking at it being you're going to have a handheld and a home console and then maybe hopefully cross play kind of like the Vita was doing with the PS4? Uh, probably. I would hope Maybe. so. But in cloud, we, with cloud saves, at least that should be a lot easier these days. 
But not mm, Nintendo doesn't knows. do cloud saves with everything. That's a problem. Not with everything, yeah. So, so you mentioned PS5. So let's let's talk about Sony. So Sony. Let's talk about Last of Us Part Two. Yes. One that we are waiting on for February twenty first. Which so I did actually pre-order. already already yeah, pre-ordered, baby. Yep. I did pre-order I, that today. I actually downgraded mine to the special edition? edition instead oh. of doing or the special yeah out of the the statue version. So I'm you just did going not to do one. the statue. No, I just did the I did the middle one that's got the the metal case and everything with it. Okay, that's what. Only I'm reason doing. being is because one. The baby's going to be on your desk. I don't have. Well, I even downsized a little bit, too. Um, once oh, I got really? Monitor, once I got the new monitor. I, uh, yeah, OK, I, I'm down a monitor stand, so I don't have <laughs> more room for that. But uh, no, I just I looked at it as, as much as I like Last of Us. I don't love it to the point I do Horizon and Uncharted. So I don't necessarily need the statue. I'm Two really is surprised the, to hear you say that. Oh, I. I I thoroughly enjoy Last of Us. Definitely feel like, like book prior, like you've always said that you I absolutely adore. Oh, I do, adore. but it's not. But to, to the point you need a statue, no. Two is the babies do the day before, so they no. so wouldn't even have time to do it anyway. <laughs> hundred, hundred and what seventy bucks versus eighty. Yeah, and you look Although, at everything else coming I, out. I am a diehard fan. I love that series. And what is it, 80? I feel like I spent It's like 169 less. No, for, I mean, no, I mean for the special edition. Yeah, the one, it's either 69 or 79, one of the two. Yeah, you're right. It's 80. Yeah. yeah. So, and with everything else I got to pre-order, I mean, I have to pay off, you know, Luigi's Mansion 3. Yay. Uh, Pokemon. Death Stranding. Yeah, you know. I'm still yeah. holding out on Death Stranding. I'm but, doing uh, just the the base version. That's it. But the moment we got the announcement and we were able to pre-order it, uh, yeah. I was I was done. So like, I had to do it. Last of I, us. I might just borrow it from you when you're done playing it. <laughs> <laughs> Especially from someone who purchased three extra Ellie shirts at the PlayStation Store just yeah. so the first one didn't get like. If it ever got ruined, I had replacements. Yeah, Jerry's Jerry is the last of us out of all of us. Like, yeah, for it's me, the last for, of us of us all. See, yes. when last of us when of that us came out, when that came, I was playing that as much as Red Dead that year when uh, when that came out. See, that was the game I was playing. I have Horizon. a feeling that you played Last of Us more than you've done Red Dead. Probably. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I'm catching up with Red Dead now. (laughs) I mean, like Horizon and Uncharted for me is what like Last of Us is to Jerry. Pretty much. So it was announced by Naughty Dog. Um, There's not going to be any multiplayer. Good. They did put out a statement. We wanted to address multiplayer in The Last of Us Part Two. As we stated, the single player campaign is far and away the most ambitious project Naughty Dog has ever undertaken. Rumor, as a footnote, rumor is that thing's going to be potentially two discs. Wow. Just saying. Okay. Two PS4 discs. Um, likewise, as development began on the evolution of our factions mode from The Last of Us Part 1, the vision of the team grew beyond an additional mode that could be included with our enormous single-player campaign. 
Wanting to support both versions, we made the difficult choice that The Last of Us Part Two would not include an online mode. However, you will eventually experience the fruits of our team's online ambition, but not as the part as part of The Last of Us Part Two. When and where it will be realized is still to be determined, but rest assured, we are a big fan of Factions as the rest of our community and are excited to share more when it's ready. I applaud them for mm. this. Give us a campaign. Yeah. You know, hey. if it's that big, let it be its own thing, kind of like Red Red, uh, sorry, Red Dead Redemption. And like, not to harp on Naughty Dog or Uncharted, but I feel like Naughty Dog does not execute multiplayer very well. Correct. Oh, like I think that's a uh, smart move on their part that, I to mean, not be ridiculed. I agree. Even the, like, like, I hated Uncharted been... multiplayer. I hated Uncharted multiplayer. I thought that was horrible multiplayer. It was fun, but it ha- yeah, it had its problems. And the same the same thing with The Last of Us. Yeah, multiplayer like it was from what I gathered, it was very popular. It was oh. pretty popular, but it did have its like faults and like um, this was oh, this is we, annoying. I hope they would change this. Like right. yeah, we played it to help Moga yeah. platinum, and I did not yeah. enjoy it. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I also applaud them for not trying to hop on the bag bandwagon and try to Correct. make it like an MMORPG at the same time, like a Destiny. No. Like, like trying to make people, like, make it a heavy co-op type of game. I'm ha- I applaud them for <laughs> allowing this to and, really be you know, a, a solo campaign. To that yeah. point, too, is because I was listening to um, Kind of Funny's um, podcast the other day, and they were talking about Sean Lane leaving, right? And Sean was really big about Spider-Man. God of War, you know, single player experiences that really bring the player in horizon. Right. Mm. And one of the thoughts is, is it possible that Jim Ryan really more is all about the services, the multiplayer, you know, getting people online and playing, you know, that maybe that's why Sean Lane left is because the new focus of the company is moving away from single player campaigns. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which because of the money. Yeah, I get that, but look at how much God of War sold as a single-player right. game. So well, that's a well-established game. Yeah, because I mean, it's got it so many, it's in, got so it many games under its belt. Yeah. yeah, very true. Even even if it did, you know, present a new direction, but um, I, I you know, like, no matter what, you hear God of War, you're gonna at yeah, least be curious exactly. to see what it is. Wait. Think about it is, I mean, honestly, if they really wanted to, they could have forced multiplayer on a God of War. They really could have. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, they like, probably could have. Yeah. They, they probably could have, but, yeah. you know, that's... That would have been god-awful. That's what you got to give Corey, you know, props for. Like, yep. They didn't want it. So, it was going to take away from the game. So let's talk about PS5. Because Peter right. Rubin, over at Wired, got another exclusive story, which it seems that Sony wants to play nice with Wired, give them all the scoop and let everybody report off of it. Um, So Sony's targeting a holiday 2020 release date, which we all kind of targeted, you know, that November-ish. I I think it's going to be that week or two before Black Friday it comes out. Um, It is going to have a Ultra HD Blu-ray disc that it's going to use. Each disc is going to be a hundred gig capacity, whereas the PS3 and PS4 discs are only fifty gig. 
the optical drive doubles as a 4K player, so it's actually going to put a 4K Blu-ray player into it, and it's going to support up to 8K. Which nice. those TVs okay. are on the horizon, so it's going to be yeah. future ready. Um, of well, course, AK's been out for a while. AK's been out for a while. Yeah, but they're really getting ready to release the new wave of TVs for it now. At least for consumers, because like for consumers, uh, yeah. last last CES, Sony came out with 12K. Yep. So we're going to get you know 8K players. So um, you know faster load times. We know that they're going to do. Ray tracing, we knew they wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're saying it's to be backwards compatible with PS4. However, it's not functioning 100% yet, but they have a year, right, to get that right. Yeah. Um, of course, it's going to be VR compatible because that's what they're doing. It's going to have a new real-time UI. Right. It is, the controllers are going to use USB-C, which it's about time everybody's moving to USB-C. Um, the controllers are going to have a new adaptive trigger on the controller. Oh, I heard about this too. Like yep. this is a true to pressure, uh, adaptive like technology. Yep. Um, like, and especially with the, uh, taptic motor that it's going to have, yep. you're going to, you're going to feel like the so wait, like, what do you mean? Pull, so it's not like a, uh, yeah. Like you're gonna you're gonna feel all of that feeling. Like if you're so it's not a trigger, trigger like no, it it's gonna be a true yeah. It's gonna combine with the haptic and everything. In yeah, the controller sensitivity the is a factor and, now. Yeah. Um, so does it have like pressure feedback or? Yeah, probably. I would imagine so yeah. with the haptic and everything. Because I mean, um, like the way the way that you describe it, like it definitely has to be groundbreaking to not do trigger stops. Or something, yeah. or in order to be better than trigger stops, because I mean, like trigger yeah. stops is, ni- is a nice, simple thing, but does a lot for players. I think we'll find out more about it probably when they do a reveal, whether it is at yeah. its own event or at E3, either one. Yeah. Um, in in, in one of the articles you you suggested for me to read, Matt, I uh, uh, it said that. Wait, you actually in, read? Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, you're so funny. You so no, funny. he didn't read it. Um, he sent it to his mom. She read it for him over the phone. Oh, ew. Ouch. But if that's do we need to get that's you a mommy and book? me time? If that's mommy and me time, then that's mommy and me time. It was his bedtime story. Applaud it. <laughs> no, sorry, um, I didn't put in Papa Book version for you. <laughs> no, no. In, uh, in the article, uh, one of the one of the engineers. Books? Uh, ha, 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 you're so funny. I'm the retard of the group. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Uh, uh, so, don't condone the use of that word on the podcast. You are. Uh, yeah, 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 sorry. Ooh. Anyways. Anyways. Um, we all know you're special. You're special. Thank you. I am special. special. Uh, so one of the engineers that got uh, interviewed said that you were supposed to feel the sensitivity of like if the game was pouring um a glass of water in a cup you are to feel the cup being filled like this is that kind of technology being in the uh, in the controller so pretty much you're taking a joy-con and making it into a ps5 controller Mm, not really no because because the 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 technology it's going to be wired, I think, all over the controller. So, like, it's going to give you that, I, th- I think, immersive feel. 
Well, yeah, it's that um, the reason I, I mentioned the Joy-Con is because it's got that HD rumble feature in it, right? When, you know, depending on what you're playing, you could twirl it and feel the gla- the ice in the glass riding around in it and stuff like that. So, yes, but way more intense. Now, if that true technology is in it, then that would explain why they're putting a larger capacity battery into the controller. Um, they've said yeah. it's going to be heavier than the DualShock we have now, but it is going to be lighter than the Xbox One controller with batteries in it. That's not well, terrible. That, that's, um, e- that's easy to beat since you're throwing yeah. in two batteries. Did, does it say anything about having like an LCD screen on it? No, they did not say anything about that. I really like those mock-ups or those those consoles. Um, now, here's what LCD I'm excited about. screen on your controller. I don't want uh, to replace the touchpad. Well, just get rid of the touchpad altogether. I mean, it does nothing. Yeah. Just go with a straight controller. Just don't give me any of that junk on the yeah. controller. Now, that I mean, like, said, if they still throw keep, the... This, keep the speaker on it, though, because I like that feature. Yeah, I like the yeah, speaker. Yeah, but imagine, imagine having, like, a second screen, like... But then you're going into the Wii U world where yeah. like that they boasted about Zelda with Wii U. Like you'd have the game on the big screen and then you'd have the map on your Wii U controller. Like yeah. nobody really yeah. liked it. Yeah. Mm. Now, here's what I'm really excited Did for. You though. Did you though? You didn't. Okay. <laughs> installs are gonna be installs are gonna be different. Yeah. So you are going to be able to individually install or delete single player or multiplayer components of the game. Oh, nice. So games like uncharted kill zone that have a separate multiplayer that installs along with it. If you don't want the multiplayer, you cannot. you don't have to install it at all. Oh, they already, I thought they already started doing that with PS4. They have not. It's still, you I basically see, I get see them choose, download separately. They download separately. You can choose which one you want to download first to play, but it all installs regardless. Uh Now it's going to basically break it apart where if you don't want it, you don't even have to install it. Just let it do its thing. So I love it. That would save uh, a lot of space too. So that being said, with everything that they're wanting to do, including putting in the 4k Blu-ray, the Blu-ray player that can support 8k. I'm thinking we're looking at least five or $600 for this. At least. I think oh, we're easily. looking PS3 launch. Mm. There is no way that thing's going to be 400 bucks. No. Uh, to be perfectly honest, I would be I would be remiss if I didn't call this uh I'm betting on a fi- a 499 yeah, uh MSRP. Because let me put it that way is if they come in at 400 bucks with this and I got I'm staring at an Xbox Project Scarlet, whatever they call it, at five hundred. I'm looking at a Switch two for four hundred bucks. Oh, easy. PS five. Forget the Nintendo. Yeah. You know, as it sits, right? I mean, as much as we enjoy the Switch and there's some good games coming out for it, third party support is starting to die for the Switch. It's being it's being served by First party, a little bit of sprinkling of third party and indie games. Yeah, I, you know what? I think all of that is just um, so their their sense of uh, like variety, like timing for variety. I think that's them. I think that's Nintendo. I think they plan out like their game releases. Like I think they want to go like sometimes they want to go heavy on indie and then 
you know, put out like two triple A games out in, in one month or uh, yeah, once I, a month. Stuff I like just that. look at it as like the Nintendo is just, you need third party support if your console is truly going to survive. Granted, yeah. they have a I, huge I install base right fine. now. But yeah. yeah, I think they're doing just fine. I think they're, you know, steady, like, you know, staying the course and just focusing on putting out all their games right now. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I'm anxious to see what the price point's going to be on this. So, friendly wager, where in the year do you see them unveiling PS5? Do you think it's separate event or do you think it's E3? Ooh, I think it's a really E3. That's a really that's a really good question because I don't know. I, I don't know like I think it's E3 think, primarily because it's still meant to be a trade show and it's a good opportunity for them to get more money from backers. Yeah, yes and no because it also costs a lot to do it. Yeah. And imagine what they just calculated and saw in the savings of not going to it as opposed to letting out a video, letting out an announcement. I'm sure it was much cheaper, like way cheaper. Yeah, the thing is cheaper. But but yeah, but the thing is, I still kind of agree with you, Thea. I think of course they should do it at E3. It's still big enough to make that much of a pop and, uh, and, and waves in the industry. Um, right. it's certainly, they, they certainly, um, know what kind of response they're going to get cause they've done it before. Uh, so they know what to expect, but that, that's kind of hard to kind of decide, a an answer because, I mean, I can see both sides. I can totally see both sides. I, I want I, them to be at E3. Very. I definitely. Much. I have a strong feeling that it's E3 because, like, even if they did a separate event, that's that. What depending on timing? So, like, if they did it before E3 and they did a separate event, there, that would be a great move. They're ahead of Scarlet because I guarantee you, Scarlet's not going to say anything until E3. And they're going to get people talking about it early. They're going to get all the attention and everything. But if they waited and did a separate event after E3, I would say they're they're biting themselves in the butt because then you're trying to t- you're being reactive. You're taking you're needing to take attention away from Scarlet and all the announcements in E3. So I that's think- why I think they should have a good balance and do E3 where they're already having so much press. And so much uh, other facets in order to get more money and publicity for the PS5. I think E3, to Theo's point, is probably the sweet spot. Because you take back your end-of-conference slot for your presser. You let Microsoft go first on that Sunday. And if they come out with something that is stupid that was in your console that can easily be pulled out like they did with the whole games thing. You know, the whole, here's how you trade a game. Um, <laughs> you know, then you can, I mean, then you can do it. Um, and right. you can come out on top of Xbox. I, I think when it comes to the Xbox product Scarlet though, with Phil Spencer at the helm now versus Paul Matrick, I think you're going to, it's going to be a much smarter console. 
for the gamers, right? In terms of what Phil's vision is for Xbox going forward. Right. Which I'm really hopeful for Xbox because like I feel like with what they've announced so far for Scarlet, it's not too impressive on the hardware side or the graphics side either, but I feel like that's not a primary selling point for gamers. That is just because it looks pretty doesn't make it a good game. Correct. Um, I agree. Um, case in point. Uh, yeah. I mean, I agree. I, I'm, I'm just really excited to see what they, what kind of innovations they're going to do. Cause they, obviously they're going to put, there's going to be no stops for this one. Um, yeah. I'm just excited to see what they do. You know. Yeah, and I, I want to see I want to see Microsoft back, right? Because frankly, for them to be lagging behind Nintendo, yeah, you know, but we know that Japan is Nintendo's turf. We know that Microsoft can't sell the Xbox over in Japan, you know. Mm. Well, two of the consoles control those, you know that that big oh, yeah. market, which is well, and Xbox has tried to go in over there, and honestly, yeah. they sell maybe twenty a week. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, think about it, twenty consoles. Um, so we'll, we'll definitely see. We've got a lot of time between now and, and June, you know, to see what things come out. So, so what have you guys been playing this week? Uh, man, it's kind of, I've been playing the same, um, Borderlands three break, uh, break point and, uh, links. How, okay. How is Breakpoint? Uh, like I said the last time, it is. It's still. It's still good. It, it's like it's four years uh, from where Wildlands. Uh, it picks up four years from where when Wildlands was. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it, you know, like I said before, if you're a Ghost Recon fan, you you'll really enjoy it. It's just. Um, but is it decent you know, enough as a solo player, or is it like? Would it be exponentially more enjoyable co-op? I, you know what I would say. Have you if you ever played um, the fifth uh, Solid Snake, the the Metal Gear, the last one that came out for uh, PS for PS4? Open world um, one. Yeah, the open world one. It plays just like that. Okay. Like when you're alone, you can you you know you can uh, throw dirt on you to to go prone and, and, and like camouflage yourself. Um, it's really like you, uh, you against the, you against the world or like the, the whole world. Um, but you do, you do eventually get like help or you can ask for like recon, you know, stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's one of those games. If you're a hardcore fan of Go- ghost recon, you're going to like it, okay. but that's pretty much it. So, I mean, I go between that and Borderlands 3 and Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening, I've been playing um, handheld, actually. I've really been enjoying it. Theo, what have you actually been diving into? Uh, uh, I launched up Shadowkeep last week. How is it? Uh, There is so many changes since I last launched this thing. Like, I'm playing heavy heavy catch up on things and like needing to research things there's a new armor system uh there's plenty oh, of wow. events there's plenty of events that i missed out 
for armor and stuff and uh, story expansion, which is still available. It's not one of those like season enders where you just can't do anything with it anymore, which is great because like at least I can go back in and do it. But there's like so many things. There's like so much content that I've missed out on on playing that that I can do. Like granted, it like if I had played alongside and kept up like it would be very small but all this small stuff is adding up and like i'm so far behind oh wow but so far it's really fun like i like it i love that they brought the moon back to matt's point he doesn't like maps being reused of course they're being reused i think it's they're needing to be reused because it's it's a continuance of the same story so i wouldn't foresee the locations being changed as the story progressed. Yeah. Uh, but like, I I'm really liking it. Like I'm, I'm excited for it. There's definitely a lot of stuff that is in there that does still allow you to be a, a solo player. There's facets for solo players to, um, exceed in the game, but there are still some heavy things that really require other players to play with you. Uh, like right now I'm on an exotic weapon quest, for um outbreak prime which is a scout rifle or no a pulse rifle uh and that is a timed uh mission that requires you you it's definitely hard to do it on solo and i'm definitely is it like that one for uh what was black, black spindle? spindle yeah yeah <laughs> that you and i did before on destiny one with ryan yeah, yeah so it's like that and it's and for um for destiny two two players that didn't play destiny one it's the it's like the whisper of the worm which is the destiny two version of black spindle which black spindle was a really nice dude if you had played whisper of the worm you would love that thing even more it's so insane so oh wow because like black 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 spindle was all about um the the headshots and everything and it would return stuff for you so Whisper of the Worm, not only do the bullets bury through on the weaker enemies, if you do if you get three consecutive uh um kills uh, preci- pre- precision, precision hits. kills. Yep. No, mm. not even kills, just precision hits. Hits. Full reload. What? You just keep going as long as you can hit precision hits, you have in you don't have to reload. You don't have infinite ammo. Oh, okay. no way. Like, you can still run out of ammo, but it is no reload. It was like wow. It is a major staple, and it still is a major staple, even though it's been nerfed three times. It is a huge staple for like raids and stuff. Dang. Are you saying I need to fire up Destiny 2 now? Uh, I don't know if you can get Destiny... I don't know if you can get Whisper of the Worm for Destiny 2 from... E four versus Well even Saken. then, just to catch up, and then you got Forsaken and everything. Um, yeah. I think you need Forsaken in order to do so, Whisper of the Worms. See, no. and that and that sucks because you make that that makes me tempted because that was that was fun. Theo and I, Jerry, Theo and I used to sit up on the ridge 
And we used to have pissing contests with sniper rifles. <laughs> oh, really? We did. I mean, it, was, it was with the icebreaker too, which was the best. Yes. It was oh. the best weapon for us because we were, we we would always backplay the maps, and it was just like it was like, no, this is my dude. Like, damn it, why did you take my deer from me? That was my headshot. Stop it! I need ammo. Yeah. Because there was this, God, it was that one where the ship is just docked on the edge of the. Yeah, on this side. And it's like this huge mountain side. There's this huge triangular, like, think of Lion King, right? This rock going out. And we would sit on the side. It's rock and it's like a thousand yards down to the nearest enemy. And they couldn't even touch you. If we yeah. would just sit there sniping things. Oh, no way. The, and the and AI it, would just, like, look at you. And it was like, uh, we see you. We can't hit you. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and then we'd go finish off the, you know, then we'd move on to the next stage. We would just wipe it out. Because also, too, is in that area, there was, what, was it two servitors? Yeah. And it, it yeah. was multiple waves. So we also had to, like... Uh, fight on who had to go down to bait the wave to start didn't come back up oh <laughs> and then we'd go like we'd all run down there really quick grab o- grab ammo and run back up to the cliff <laughs> and yeah. start sniping again <laughs> so we had fun with that um but what sucks about that is because division two is getting ready to release its new content um and i want to go play those new missions especially since it's the pentagon but they're also adding a tactician spe- uh, specialty now Oh, wow. And they're oh, getting wow. a multi-rocket missile launcher. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, wow. That <laughs> so, I like. So I want to go. I want to get back into playing that. But um, I picked up a 4K HDR monitor for my PS4 Pro this weekend. Mm. Nice. So I started playing a little bit of MLB The Show. You know, it's it was one of those ones. I wasn't going to be able to hold off that itch for too long. But... The one I've really kind of started playing a little bit that came out yesterday is Concrete Genie. Yes. Which it was is, one. What is I've Concrete Genie? I don't yes. know what so Concrete Genie is. I am is. so ready. I've been wanting to – I want to know how good that game is. I've never so heard I'm of this game. seriously contemplating buying it. It was – so it's 30 bucks. So right there, it's cheap enough to where you can invest, yeah. go get the game. And if you don't like it, you're not out a ton of money, right? right. Um but it takes place in this town called uh, Denska, which has become like a desolate town. Um, this magic, almost like the darkness, right? In Kingdom Hearts is kind of starting to take over the town. Um, uh-huh. Okay. The story starts off where the kid gets bullied and his drawing book gets completely destroyed. Mm. Oh. Um, and he's a painter. He's a drawer. He's an artist. And... From what I played thus far, he kind of starts on a journey to, you know, and he starts finding the pages of his book. Oh, cool. Okay. You, you kind of get you get to paint stuff, but it's not really you're really truly painting. You're kind of moving the cursor to different spots, and it creates part of it. Um, You actually get to determine what things you put into the pictures. So okay. you can so choose, say, hey, I have this template that I've learned, so I want to do, you know, this painting on it. Um, it is absolutely gorgeous, and it looks incredible on on, a, on the PS4 Pro. It really does. Um, 
And I think from the way the story is going to evolve out of what I've seen so far, I think this is a story that really should point to those kids that are experiencing like some bullying or they feel like as an artist, they're not understood or anything because it allows, you know, creativity and it talks about doing some of this stuff to, to bring more positivity to your world. Um, you know, it's got platform elements to where you're jumping over stuff and trying to figure out where things are. Uh, oh, a lot of collectible stuff for it. Um, it's yeah, it's by Pic- uh, Pixel Opus. Um, so it is. This is why this is why I don't remember this game because when it was originally announced, it was primarily for VR. Correct. But then that's they what turned me off. They completely made it a VR optional thing. And right. it is amazing. And honestly, I can't wait to start playing it with Cody. I'm actually going to you know, probably tomorrow um, sit down with him and play it just because I think he'll enjoy the colors on it and, and whatnot. But Very cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It's got photo mode on it, which the photo mode is really cool. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, so I've been playing that. I haven't played my Switch at all. Um, I haven't touched Link's Awakening or Fire Emblem or anything like that. Oh. Um, I've been predominantly when I've been playing, playing my PS4. Oh, nice a little switch, you know, a little switcheroo. Heading back to the roots, um, yeah. you know. Of course, Borderlands Three, we've all been playing that, and that's getting absurd, you know, with everything that they have, weapon wise and and whatnot. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So definitely had some fun with it. Um, you know, switch wise, yeah. Do I want to get Legend of Zelda done? Yes, I do. Am I fighting keeping the interest in it? Yes, but that's because. Okay, but here's the thing: is I never played the original. That makes so, me so sad. Yeah, I didn't have a Game Boy. That's oh, the thing. I even I had a Game Boy, and I when it first came out, and I was like eight. I did not get my have a Game Boy until Game Boy Advance um, Color came out or whatever it was. It was like the Wait, and the, you had to get the little the Game Boy Advance. That was my first Game Boy. Really? Where you had the little micro, where you had the little light that plugged in the little yeah port, and you had it. I totally had in. I totally had that light um, that plugged into the charging port. Yes, yeah. and it burned your totally battery like no other. <laughs> Um, what about play the uh, night, screen though? magnifier? Did you ever get that accessory? No, I did yes, not. I had that one too. I got that one that too. It fli- that it flipped over yeah. and everything, as yeah. well as like it could yeah. flip up and it would be the little light. Yes, I totally had that. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, so, to me, it is, you know, I, since I never did play the first one, I don't have that nostalgia connection mm-hmm. or nostalgic connection to it. So, having some of that Nintendo stuff in it, like it is, has kind of turned me off a little bit to Zelda. Cause it just, for me, it doesn't oh. feel quite like it belongs there in Zelda. It feels like it's yes, forced sir. in there. Yes, um, makes sense. you know, like, so I think I, maybe I, I, playing it as a kid, I might've had a different appreciation for the game now. So had every single model of the game boy, but 2ds and pocket. Those are the only versions of, of Nintendo mobile that I have not owned. Oh, I went from Nintendo, went from Game Boy to Color to Nomad. So my handheld, yeah, 
My handhelds were Tiger games. The little oh, handheld oh, Tiger oh, games. Oh, those? Yeah. yeah, I remember those back in the day. I used to play Thunderblade 2 all the time. Oh, well, I played Sonic on those. Um, oh, but that's what those. I, that was my thing, though. That's what I kind of had back in the day. It's, um, so I didn't really have that. Sorry, those frustrated the hell out of me. Just like what? Tamagotchis. Remember Tamagotchis? Those things are still around. What are you they talking are. about? They are. They were so annoying. I saw an ad for that, and I'm like, dude, they're still making those? Stop. <laughs> oh, they're starting to get popular again. I know, right? Tamagotchis. So, Ugh, brother. Oh, hey, uh, <laughs> a side piece of news that uh, should fight for Mr. Jerry uh, to get a PC. It might get him to mm. want to see uh did you hear about the game john wick hex oh yeah yeah i saw this it's pc yeah. only i know <laughs> i know i know no, we're, I we're apple camp here such a what? we're the no, apple camp here no yeah i'm sorry pc master race no no pc thank you <laughs> so with that with that being said before we start having a boxing contest and <laughs> Dio get 3D through a table <laughs> sure. uh, I'm gonna you know say thank you for, boys. <laughs> right <laughs> I think he, I see you being more the uh, Bubba Bubba Ray cool I'm down. Either way, it was awesome. It's like, yeah, you know, either brother was cool. And then doing the, yep. you know, just right over it and up the It was table. just this, the simplicity of that move and how just how awesome they made it look was yeah. easily one of the best, the if not the best tag team finishing. I mean, it ever. was. It was especially it was like, when tables were involved. Yes, it, they made it twice. It was like it was like seeing the people's elbow. It was it got that high. Which that did you watch the highlights of SmackDown for oh, their yeah. anniversary? That was kind of fun to see the Rock do his thing again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was super. Yeah, that was really cool. It was and it the, was when uh, he was he stormed the ring for with Be- uh, with Becky Lynch. Face. Becky yeah. Lynch. Yeah, yeah. I love that. It was just like <laughs> I don't Sorry, care. Yeah. Did we get did yeah. we get too too uh, nerdy for nerdy. you there? Did we you not follow WWE? No, I did not follow WWE. I don't and, I don't really care oh, enough about it, but it's just fun to see The Rock do his thing again and and whatnot. And yeah, yeah. But like from Hollywood for this a will moment. this will yeah. tell you how little I followed or watched WWE. I didn't know The Rock was a wrestler prior to him being oh, an actor. He's a, he's a what third or fourth generation? Uh, right. He's his a because I, I know his dad and his grandfather both. Oh wrestled. no, he's a fourth like, generation. Is he four, yeah, his great grandfather wrestled. Yeah, too. his great grandfather did wrestling. But, but but I mean, like I I my first experience with Dwayne The Rock Johnson was on screen and not. Oh, absolutely, the rundown. Okay. Yes. It was totally the rundown. Dude, 
No, but just, still, it was before, in a movie and not well, WWE. <laughs> before before I went to go see uh, Hobbs and Shaw, I watched the rundown. Dude, I was like, I love oh, that movie. Come. I so, love, dude, it still holds. He's still, oh yeah, still awesome. the back and forth with Sean William Scott oh, and him yeah. was just totally amazing. <laughs> so, toward listeners. Want to apologize for us going off rails here at the very end of our podcast? Hey, but that's you know, the that's, best part of our that's podcast. What we do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what we do. So, I want to thank everybody though for crashing game night with us tonight. Uh, if you like what you heard, as always, please leave those comments. Help with those ratings on iTunes, Google Play, uh, iHeartRadio. Definitely hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on, and don't forget to follow us on our website, crashinggamenight.com podcasts. Twitter account at CGN podcast. I want to say everyone be excellent to each other and stay frosty. And Oh, my fellow nerds, my fellow nerds, this, this here update support Dwayne, the rock Johnson, and you all go see the rundown. Cause it is a sweet movie. Why Later, do you have nerds. to steal my thunder? I was totally going to tell him to watch it. <laughs> Why are you stealing my thunder? I'm the movie dude here. Come on now. I do it. I do um, it. Because you don't do movie reviews anymore? Somebody's got to do it. Uh, when was the last time Jerry put out an article? <laughs> Never. At all? Ever? Okay. I'm gonna John start. Wick 3, maybe? I'm going to start. John Wick all right. 3. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Good night, it's everybody. Time. It's 2-4. Come back. Ha <laughs> <laughs>